Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. recorded a lot this week we have it's been fun it has been i know it's been keeping me sane like i said yesterday in this quarantine so i'm down yeah me too so um on that note we are the quirky crime sisters yes the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other especially in quarantine we can i know um we like to have an adult beverage or two or three or four or pre-game before, like I have, <laughs> and I'm ready to go to bed now at 6 p.m. And talk about some stuff that involves maybe a little bit of that pre-gaming. Yeah! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I punched a chair. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so stupid. Ready. Stupid. Ready for you. Oh, that girl over there that's punching chairs, that's Taylor. Yes. That girl that's not on my level over there is Nikki. I'm not there yet, but I have started. I was a little Good. hungover from yesterday. Oh, you only had like a glass and a half on the show. Yeah, I kept drinking after that with my husband. Oh, that And we were playing it. cribbage yeah. and, you know, whatever. A you bottle of Prosecco old. later. I know. Well, you know, what else are you supposed to do in this fucking quarantine? I mean, you can only have sex so many times. That's true. That's so fair. As if you are a Patreon, you've already heard, but our first Patreon episode is out. Yes. Um, Our episode's finally out. So if you want to get more of us on the reg, I recommend going there. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It was fun. It was exciting. It's called Taylor's Tales. It's about the honeymoon killer I just knocked out. Um, our uh, Wi-Fi extender from the wall. So give me a second. Talk about something like your drink. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! This is what I have to deal with today. This I, I'm getting Taylor at her finest, and I love it. You know how many Zoom calls I've been on today? Like, I think that's why I'm like extra. Like, it was Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call. Then we FaceTimed with you and mom, and then I dropped off mom's masks, and they like met me outside, and we're like, hi. Hi. <laughs> We're all excited. And yeah, it's just been it's been a day. Yeah. I know this quarantine has everybody just like all nutty. It's insane. It's it's crazy. But um on that yes. note, what we talking about, Tay? Bar crimes. Which I realize when you look up bar crimes goes with dive bar crimes because that's the only place crimes happen. <laughs> oh, really? See, now I would I would have loved finding that. What I found every time I typed it in was like bar as in like the legal bar crimes. Oh, you could have misunderstood the assignment, but I could have, but I purposely chose not to. And I have two smaller cases is what I'm doing, but it's fine. I say mine's a little bit tinier. I thought it was going to have more, but it was like a lot of background that didn't really matter to the case. 
Um, and this, my case is definitely very different than what we usually cover. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, what are, sorry, I have something in my eye. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm okay. Um, You're doing good. Okay. I think I'm all right. Yes. I'm going to live. Uh, okay. So what are we drinking? I was out of my peach whiskey last night, as I said. So I went and bought cherry Evan Williams because quality whiskey and some Sprite. And I'm doing good. Nice. What you drinking? Um, I'm actually just drinking what has been in the Corky Cave for like the hottest <laughs> minute ever. I have plenty of liquor upstairs. I told you my husband was so sweet and bought me four bottles of Prosecco, but I Proseccoed myself out last night. So, um, yes. today I am drinking, it's just natural light seltzer. It's called Aloha Beaches. Those are good. And we've had them before on the podcast. They are very, like, they're nice and refreshing without being sweet and, you know, all that other mm-hmm. jazz. And they got 6% alcohol, so it's not like, you know, it, it's not like I'm going to overdo it again hopefully fingers <laughs> crossed who knows we don't get know. yourself cray cray we never know what happens once a pop no, no you don't know so yeah, i'm definitely gonna eat some dry ramen after this yes oh i love it i actually had mcdonald's earlier good? and that i know i'm I, jealous i know it's like all i've been on this mcdonald's kick and trust me it is not helpful to my clothing at all no, so she can't do anything right now. You're stuck at home to eat McDonald's. I can't help it, though. Especially, like, when I'm hungover, I'm like, oh, my God. That number nine, the double cheeseburger meal with fries and a I Coke. Know. There's nothing better. There's just nothing better. Sorry. It's what our mom brings us when I have a bad day. And it's always like, yes. Yeah, it's like comfort food. Anyway. All right. It so is. let's uh, crack it. Ooh. Ooh. I definitely need more. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to uh, Yama. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I only have a quarter of a cup. I did not plan well. You did not plan that's well, okay. but that's okay. That's okay. I don't text, text your uh, boyfriend and have him bring you more. That's what I do. If I need something, I'll text my husband while we're recording and be like, hey, bring me this or do that for me. <laughs> and he's, he, he <laughs> yes. Does it. So, you know. I'm doing just, it right now. Yeah. Just text Gunner. Hey, I need something. Oh, why is it in caps? Why am I yelling at him? You should not yell at him. Um, okay, so I think technically I'm supposed to go first, but because you've been pre gaming, I gave you the option. So, would you like to go first? Uh- doesn't matter. I have a feeling my case is going to be a little more underwhelming than your two cases, so maybe a good idea. Yeah, why don't you go first? Because technically one of my cases kind of fits then into, like, quirky clippings. Great! Yeah, I'll go first. No big deal. Okay. Let's do it. Um, this guy popped up right away in my research again, kind of like last night when I was talking about with the Patreon, so I'm really excited. Well, I'm just excited that it's been, like, quick things popping up. Nice. So, we are going to Detroit, Michigan. Ooh. I know. uh, To the Cass Bar. The what bar? The Cass? C-A-S. Cass. Okay. Okay. Doesn't flow off the tongue, necessarily. Cass? Cass? 
cost, 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 cost. I don't know. Aluminium. There's no way to I'm know. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> this bar operated for about 30 years and served a shit ton of different people. It didn't even matter. Um, just anybody that was local. The owner of the bar was Beverly Joe Sasson, um, who was also called Beverly, or sorry, who was also called Mama Joe. I like that. She's probably giving people lots of sassin. Oh, she was 70 <laughs> years old. Yes. Get ready. Um, and she donned a pixie haircut at all times and always wore floral Hawaiian shirts and gold hoops. Ooh, I love it. It's like the girl version of your husband. I was just going to say owner. that. Always. Always. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what she did there is, you know, she was like the mother of the bar. So she handed out cookies, gave advice, but was like really scary if you crossed her. Like if she told you to get out, you got out. Yeah. Um, and it was also said that like local drug dealers were scared of her. Oh, Okay. I mean, I'd yeah. be scared of her, too. Right? So then she also had a daughter named Amanda Mosed. Okay. Um, her daughter grew up as a rebellious teen, but became a mom and turned her life around, and then was a registered nurse and was working at the bar when she wasn't being a nurse and saving lives. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, right? Like, that was pretty cool, I thought. Where we find the bar crime in all of this, right? Like, this sounds like a nice family establishment. <laughs> was, um, it started in Dearborn, Michigan, which is where our dad's family is actually from. Oh, why didn't I know that? Grandma, grandma was born in Dearborn. Oh. Um, why did I think that yeah. they were always from here? No, they were, yeah, they were born in Dearborn. Um, her parent, like, her dad was in Poland. Crazy, I don't know why. Okay, anyway, keep going. Well, we'll talk about this later. But yeah. anyway, in Dearborn, Michigan, a man was arrested at a liquor store for stealing. Pretty run-of-the-mill shit. However, he then stated, yeah, he was going to fence these items at the cast. Do you know what that means? No, I'm looking at you like I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Fencing items is a form of retail fraud. So what it means is you steal them and then sell them and make a hundred percent profit. Oh shit! Yes. So he was going to fence them at the cast, which led to an investigation into the bar. Um, and by November twenty sixth, what was Mama Joe up to? Say, what was Mama Joe doing? Right? Yeah. Uh, on November 26th of 2018, they moved forward with arresting four different people. Uh, this was Mama Joe and Amanda, and then two just accomplices that I couldn't find a lot of info on, which they were just a part of it. Not a big Probably deal. just worked there, somehow got involved, yada yada. Yeah. Okay. Not like the main owners of the bar, but involved in the crimes. Yeah. So when they infiltrated the bar, they found $600,000 in cash just sitting out. Shit! I know. Faucets, air fresheners, a washing machine, coffee, and like Instapots, I guess, were like all the rage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't have an Instapot. I have an air fryer, but I hear that Instapot's like where it's at. Apparently it was like all the rage defense and you made a ton of money doing so. 
But so this was just like the beginning of the list of things they like took because they were just they're going into Target and Kohl's and like any of these just like kind of mundane places and taking things. That's so crazy. When you said that they were doing this, I thought that you just meant that like he they were just like stealing the liquor and reselling it in the bar, not necessarily. Like, no, this is everything. Shit. That's crazy. And literally, like, one of the patrons were like, yeah, you could go there and get, like, a Corona or a Bud Light. Those were, like, your two options. And then were three taps. And then, or a shot of whiskey. Otherwise, you would know who to ask to get an Instapot. was literally, like, the quote I read. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. I know. Patrons also talked about how once this came to light, that at 5 or 6 a.m. at the bar's back parking lot... People would like come and pa- like unpack essentially, and she was like, "I thought they were just doing like prostitutes or wrong delivery times, but now it makes sense." <laughs> I just thought they were doing prostitutes. No big deal. <laughs> I-, I know, right? <laughs> but where all of this fencing thing gets really fucked up is you're not just paying people to steal for you randomly, right? Like, Mama Joe's not going out and getting her hands dirty. No. What they do is they find local heroin deal, like heroin um, users typically, or people that are severely addicted to drugs, and then ask them to do it, to give them oh, a cut of the profits. Because then they're willing to do anything to get money for their addiction. Mm. Oh. Exactly. So it's like this weird cyclical crime thing going on. Um, each of them face six counts related to the case, and among these are criminal enterprise, conspiracy to commit organized retail crime, and concealing property. Um, they were placed on $100,000 bonds. Oh, damn. Um, and the police stated this was at least a million dollar operation. In Instapot? <laughs> I, I know. I know. Shit. And so Mama Joe, Amanda, and then one of the other accomplices are still awaiting sentencing. But the fourth was given just probation for this. Oh, my God. And that's literally it. Like I said, it was way shorter than I thought it was. And I didn't have time to find anything else. (laughs) No, that's okay. Good job. That is crazy. Literally, it was like. This Detroit dive bar, like, like the headline was something like, this Detroit dive bar seems really normal. And then you go downstairs. You can't believe what they're hiding in their basement. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, my God. I love it so much. I mean, it's brilliant, especially because people I know. are afraid of her anyway. So they probably just expected her to do these sorts of things. But what exactly. The fuck? You know, what's really sad, though, is like her daughter who actually, like, got her life together and was, like, doing something good and real. Like, that, like, what happens when you're a nurse and you get convicted of something like that? Does it change? Oh, you get kicked off, I imagine, because you're not an ethical human at that point. See, that's what I'm, yeah, like, at some point that would change, right? I I think so. And then they were talking about, like, I felt bad for the daughter this whole time because they were talking about how, like, um... She had a 13-year-old son that was shot while visiting family, and he died. And, like, it just sounds like she hasn't had a great, like, life recently. Oh, my <laughs> God. What? Oh, Mama Joe looks intimidating AF, though. I will send you pictures I, of Yeah, Mama send Joe. me a picture of Mama Joe. I need to see what this uh, older woman version of my husband looks like. <laughs> y- you wait. It's something. 
This is the picture. This is the one you need right here. <laughs> it's like in front of her little dive bar. There's literally a Betty Boop sign behind her. Oh my God. Tell me not. Yeah, that can't be any more my husband than that. We literally have a Betty Boop statue in our house that has like a she's carrying a tray and the tray is it holds our keys and he has it by Uh the front door and trust me I would I've tried to get rid of it literally Uh, yeah it's seriously like you you, I sent it to your phone and (laughs) she's literally wearing like a floral shirt and I'm sending you the daughter and the mom's mugshots right now Oh my gosh! <laughs> Does that not like? Yes. O M G. Yes. I'm not kidding you when I say this is like. <laughs> oh. You gotta show him this tonight because it looks just like him. I will. This woman. I mean, she looks. I don't know that I would mess with her. Just being honest. I wouldn't mess with her. Oh no, my God, that guys. We will definitely post this picture. Um. <laughs> I will post those pictures on our social media so everybody can see what this woman looks like. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, good job, Bean. I, good job. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So let me, I've got two cases that I was going to do because they were both short also. Um, yes. One is a little bit more sad than the other. So we'll start with that one. Oh, okay. Um, so... This takes place on November 9th of 2007. Um, a 24-year-old... Huh? Oh, nothing. Continue. <laughs> um, it was a 24-year-old guy. His name was Kyle Fleisch... Fleischman? Fleischman. Yes. Fleischman. Fleischman. Um, this also takes place in Charlotte. So this guy, he was the oldest of three children... Um, okay. And he was a great guy. Everybody loved him. Everybody said, that, of course, you know, he was like the nicest person ever, and like Egg. just the best person. Like he was, he could always be counted on to make everybody happy, right? Uh huh. Yep, that's how this goes. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. Um. So on the night of November 9th, him and his mom and his sister had actually gone. Oh, and his best friend. Excuse me. Um. I think his best friend's name was Daniel. They had yeah, gone. Get right. Yeah, I know. Get him right. <laughs> um, they had gone to a Dane Cook concert. Okay. Dane Cook, I love him. He cracks me up. I was like, yeah, okay. Have you ever seen any of his stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the one I'm where not he's just making this up. Where, where he's talking about uh, church, and he's like. Uh, eating Reese's Pieces with the Lord. Have you seen that one? Yes, I've seen that one. That'd be, I, maybe you, I think you showed him to me originally. Or the Monopoly one where he's like, fuck yep. this game, Nana's a cheating whore. Nana's <laughs> a cheating whore. Yep, that's it right there. That guy. Okay, so anyway, they go to his show and they have a great time. And it was said that okay. after the show that his um, his mom and sister decided to go home and uh, him and his best friend decided that they were going to go ahead and just, like, keep going for the night and keep partying. Um, so why not? Why not, right? So they ended up at yes. the Buckhead Saloon. 
and they were there for a little while. They were just enjoying some like drinks or whatever. And it was probably about one o'clock that his friend was decided he needed to go home. He had to get up early. He's like, I gotta go. And yada, Kyle, yada. yeah, Kyle didn't want to. He wanted to stay. So his friend was like, okay, cool, whatever, you know, like, you're fine. Like, he knew he wasn't, mm-hmm. like, super intoxicated, and he knew his way around. Um, but I would definitely say, like, always leave with who you come with. Like, that's, yes! like, never leave anybody behind. You cannot. Exactly. So, no. It was, yeah. No. So sometime after 1 o'clock, uh, it was said that Kyle was seen talking to this girl, and they were just having normal, natural conversation. No, no big deal. Until this girl's boyfriend decided that he no longer liked uh, his girlfriend talking to another dude. So they oh, got really? into like it's it's shown on security footage where they get into like a little bit of like a heated argument. Um, Kyle and this guy and a couple of other guys. Uh, shortly thereafter, so about two twenty. So this is about two twenty in the morning now. Um, Kyle ends up leaving the bar. Now, it's unclear as to like if he left his just his card there or his entire wallet. But he left his coat and he left wallet slash card. I'm not sure on that part. Um, okay. And I'm assuming that if you know at this point he was now you know it's an hour later he's probably had some more drinks he's a little more yep. intoxicated um, he had just gotten into an altercation with these guys so he's like fuck this I'm out and didn't even think about fuck his this other shit thing. I'm out fuck this shit I'm out um, and decided yes. he's going to you know leave so he is seen on the cameras uh, leaving. And he heads to a, a nearby pizza shop where he proceeds to buy two pieces of pizza or orders two pieces oh, of pizza. I pizza know. sounds so good right now. I know. Besides McDonald's, pizza when you're drunk is like, oh, heaven. Life. There was this bar downtown oh, yeah. that we used to go to all the time. And it was like literally down the street from a pizza place that had like the best pizza. And so like after a night of drinking at the bar, oh. we would all just walk down and get pizza. It was so good. <sighs> There's Those another one of that. There's one in Greeley called the Jaeger. And oh, they're yeah. a little bar underneath. There. Yep. Yeah, but their pizza is like huge. It's really good too. Same kind of shipping. Yeah. Love it. So good. Um <clears throat> it was said at that point that Kyle then decided that like he he was ready to go home, but he so he reached out to he made eight phone calls in total. He ended up calling his dad, his sister, and I think his best friend again, um, trying okay. to get somebody to give him a ride potentially. But he didn't leave a message for anybody, so they don't know like if that's what he was wanting or what exactly. Um, then uh, Kyle just disappeared. wait i think i remember this so there's another gentleman that you might be thinking of brian something he also didn't crime junkie covered him i I, either them or the or wine and crime which is the only reason i didn't cover it because it was more more well known but that guy's circumstances were a little bit more weird because he was like seen leaving and then he goes back into the bar and then they never see him leave again and he just disappeared exactly okay so he's like yeah like vanishes yes so he is another one but his is a little bit different and if you are very interested in that story i mean we can always cover it at a, at a later date just let us know or you can listen to you know look it up it's it's crazy it's a crazy story yeah it is so, insane um 
anyway, so yeah, Kyle just disappears out of thin air. Oof. Nobody knows. I don't understand that. Yes. So it's later reported by the police, like obviously once they were, you know, informed of what was going on, um, they did get some t- uh, pings off of a cell phone tower. Um, and okay. basically his phone pinged in the direction of a of town that is like not a good part of town. Oof, okay. So I don't know if maybe he just like drunkenly stumbled the wrong way or something to that effect. I mean, um, can't be great. Can't be great. So apparently, where the where his pings were is a place known for a lot of gang related uh, drug activity. So there's a lot of gangs, Ooh. a lot of drug activity, um, all of that. The cops, uh-huh. uh, his parents actually. Uh, his parents brought in a uh, investigator, a private investigator, and the private mm-hmm. investigator did, you know, they have some information, but they wouldn't disclose, like, what exactly. Um, in part of that, the private investigator brought in uh, these people that he knew that uh, has dogs for tracking scents. Okay. Um, when they did this, the dogs, both of them, they had two different ones. They did almost the same identical thing where they followed his scent to this park again that was known for like a lot of drug gang related stuff um from there they both dogs then went to this other location where uh there was an apartment complex being built but it wasn't Mm -hmm. they were just breaking ground so it was all fresh dirt um so then yeah construction sites i'm telling you construction sites yes so then after that, uh, the cops did the same thing, but with their own dogs. And the same mm-hmm. thing essentially happened. But when they went back to this construction site, I mean, they did uh, ground penetration. I mean, they dug up. Like, they did all kinds of stuff. And they brought in cadaver dogs and all this other stuff and literally came up with nothing. Oh, no. Um, there is a building that is built there now, like an apartment complex. And okay. the... Um, before it was even built, after Kyle went missing, people were reporting, like, a very distinctive, like, bad odor. Oh, no. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then even after it was built, people were still reporting, like, hey, this is disgusting. Like, this is... Uh, not good. Not Fix good. It. Exactly. Um, but it's still, to this day, he has never actually been found. Uh, what? No remains, no nothing. They, uh, his family, they actually believe, I think it's been, you know, it's been a long time, obviously. It's been yeah. 10 years. Um, but his family believes that they truly feel in their, like, heart of hearts that he just stumbled into the wrong area and became a victim of some sort of, yeah. like, robbery or something to that effect. And they just disposed of him. Oh my god, it's so incredible to me just the the ability to disappear like that. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is like, you know, we all sit here and we think like how, you know, even uh the crime junkies they talk about if I go missing folder, you know, stuff like that, but it it's so amazing that people can literally just vanish. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They don't who knows. I was thinking about that. We've been watching Ozark lately, and people get killed on that show like every other episode. But they literally dug a hole in one of the episodes. They had like one of the biggest people in the drug cartel or whatever, and they 
dug a hole, put him in there, and just put acid in there, which eats the entire body. And I'm like, oh my god, people could really do this. Like... I know it's oh insane it's it I mean when you think about how you know it also makes me think like when you think about how many people disappear or we now that we've you know researched so many of these cases or saw so many of these shows and stuff like that a I think it would be incredibly hard to kill somebody nowadays and and get away with it you know with all the technology right. and stuff we have but it also makes you be like on the on the flip side it makes you be like how do people get caught how do people like you know when they there's so many ways to like dispose of and cover yeah. your tracks and stuff but well and then I also think there's so many places people could be right like, oh yeah oh yeah on one hand I feel like every case ever should be solved right because it's like oh technology we're all humans we all have identities on the other hand it's like how are we solving anything <laughs> like <laughs> I know it's my brain has not come to a consensus on how I feel about this just yet. No, me neither. Because, it, yeah, you just don't know which way to go. You're like, exactly. what the hell? And where are these people? And I, we've talked about, haven't we done like a missing person or vanished or something like that? We did. Because originally, uh, like a long time ago, I said I want to do more cases that aren't solved. Yes. And we did a whole like mysterious missing something. Anyway, we did missing cases. We've done too many now for me to keep track. But, you yeah, know, at a, at a certain point, you know, like we said, like, it scares me to think that somebody could just disappear and you never know what happened to them ever. Exactly. There's no closure. There's no anything. And that's that. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying is, like, it's so, I don't know. It's scary to it's me. super scary. These bitches out here yeah. be crazy. They are crazy, and that's why I'm like, oh my god, what? Like, how do we even get here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Especially right now. You know, it would be so easy in this quarantine time to kill somebody because everybody has to be where they're supposed to, like, in their house, right? Stay at home. So how would you even know if somebody's disappeared? No, absolutely. I was just about to tell you, like, I, I was going to say, I wonder how much, like, did, do you think like murder has gone down because you can't get to people because they're home for the most part has it gone up because it's an anonymity and what's what i'm looking for um anonymity. <laughs> i feel like fucking nemo anonymity that they didn't necessarily have before as well yeah I don't know. That's a great question. I wonder, like, I don't know if crime's gone down or not. I mean, the rate of people dying clearly hasn't, but (laughs) that shit's gone up. Sorry, not to make light of our current situation. But. (laughs) Yeah, episode seven, Mysterious Disappearances. There it is. (laughs) So, yeah. um, We talked about it then that it's just, it's baffling to me. It's very scary to me that somebody can just disappear and you never know what happens to them again. I know. um, I've been been listening to the Alyssa Tourney. uh, Her sister. That case. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you guys haven't. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's a girl named Alyssa Turney who disappeared and they're pretty sure it was her stepfather, but they mm-hmm. haven't been able to like actually like no charges have been filed on him yet. But you sit there and you listen to this and yeah, she just disappeared 
and nobody ever like knows what happened to her and they think they do but it's so crazy it's insane and like the whole case and granted there's a lot of cases that feel this way but the whole case is like duh he did it what are we doing get him find her let's do this but the evidence it's just you not know, there. isn't enough to move forward yeah. Yeah. like enough for it to be circumstantial for you to be like duh but not enough for it to actually move but things I, forward I, I think he's in jail for other things that's a, i mean that's another case but yeah anyway um, we could do that too because that that case is fascinating to me. It is very fascinating, and her sister has done an amazing job at like giving like nitty gritty details. So, oh my uh-huh. god, you need to Sorry. lock that shit up. That was a big yawn. We are not done with this episode yet. We are not. <clears throat> it's seven o'clock. It's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Conversation got boring. boring. Oh. <laughs> We didn't get boring. I am. Um, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll move on to my second case. Again, it's short and sweet. Um, so our episode might just be a little shorter than norm. Less sad. Yeah, this one's this one's more up your alley. <laughs> so this is night. this. I stumbled across this on um, I, and I'm really actually just going to kind of read from it. So I'll give credit where it's due. Uh, this is okay. AmericanCraftBeer.com. What? Yes, uh, is the website, and it's I'm called. So excited. It's called Stupid Beer Crimes. What? Yes. So this is where I was saying yes. that it kind of flows into our quirky clippings, quirky but crimes, you yes. Know. Um, so barroom brawl erupts over beer koozie. <laughs> like the koozie. That's my koozie, bitch. The koozie. Back it up. So, um, basically there was a guy. Oh, you in went pit- in depth with this. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So there was a guy in Pennsylvania, um, and he had been accused of cracking a man's skull. What? Cracked his skull. Um, after they got into an argument over a beer koozie. And it what? literally says, you know those foam sleeves used to insulate your drinks? <laughs> like it's t- this is like those brothers that killed each other over the meatball sub in one of the early quirky <laughs> the cousins or what? the Yes. <laughs> so, oh my God. It's a koozie, people. I, I know. will make you one out of my butt hair. Like, out of your butt on. hair? Oh my God, girl. It's getting it's long in this quarantine time, huh? It's always been long. It's a pain to shave back there because then you get itchy after a couple days. Don't even worry about it. You should just wax. Oh, in your butthole? Yeah, you know, there's people that will actually, like, if, when you can, when we can go back to the salons, um, you can go and, like, literally get your booty hair waxed and they'll even bleach your butthole. Why do I think it needs to be a different color? I just... <laughs> Do you do you wax your butthole? No, but I don't have that much hair. Not like what you That's got going true. on. And even if I do, it's very light. All my hair's light, so it's not dark. It's not bothering anybody. I'll leave it be for now. <laughs> <laughs> it just hurts to shave it. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the gentleman was Robert Hank Hank. 
Jr., a 23-year-old Johnstown resident, is accused of aggravated assault after he allegedly shoved the Patreon at Trophy's Bar and Grill into a concrete garbage can. Okay, first what? of all, who has a concrete garbage can? And literally, the, in parentheses, it says a concrete garbage can, question mark. Um, what? Knocking him unconscious. Excuse you? Yep. So, reports of the incident remain unclear. Um... It was who owned the koozie that led to the argument that led to the individual getting his skull cracked. Oh, my God. This had better been like the best koozie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like made it out of an angel's wing and dusted with like the gold glitter gold. of God. Yes, I don't even know. Um, we are not sure if was the defendant uh, or was the victim defending his beloved koozie or threatening to take it away from uh, Robert. We don't know. Man, you can't have this koozie anymore, man. It's making you crazy, man. This koozie. This koozie. <laughs> My precious koozie. It's like or the Lord of the Rings and Spiegel. It is. Or it um maybe he was just making maybe the victim was just making fun of Robert um about his koozie. We're not really who sure. Does, <laughs> it's confusing. Who brings a koozie to a bar? This is true. I mean, you and I pack koozies for like the Broncos games. It's a Broncos game. It's not like a. I wouldn't take a koozie to like a bar, like trying to hit hit up on the local females and like see this fucking koozie. <laughs> this God's damn glitter on it. No. <laughs> hey, maybe it was his lucky koozie. We don't know. Oh, I hope he washes it. It's not like a lucky underwear that you don't unwash. I'm going um, down a rabbit hole. Quick. No, and it literally even <laughs> says, like, and when was the last time you saw someone use a beer koozie in a bar? Uh, short answer is never. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Unless it's, like, the bar's koozie and it's, like, their way. Which wouldn't be bad. Like, think about a bar who does their own koozies and you can take it with you. Yeah, you just upcharge, like, a tiny bit for the drink. And or it's like one of those like you pay a little bit more for the first one and you get the koozie and then I don't know I guess it depends on like who really wants to pay for that but I'm just saying they're not expensive that'd be pretty cool um this report actually also says um and if you frequent bars where people commonly drink beer and koozies we suggest that you immediately rethink how you're living your life just (laughs) saying This article's gold. You could have just read it and called it a day. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, as it was last reported, Robert uh, was in the Cambria County prison on a $25,000 bail uh, facing Oof. charges of aggravated assault, reckless endangerment mm-hmm. um, of other people around him, of course. Of course. Um, but, you know, so we're still not sure. Was was the koozie his? Was the koozie the victim's? We wow. don't really know, but, um, yeah. Investigation for the decades. I mean, who knew that a koozie could cause so many problems? I actually, I have a koozie collection. I don't know if you know this about me. Um, it's not even necessary. I mean, Go ahead. No, I was to say, like, I, I do as well, but I think it's very common. Yeah, I mean, now I use them at my house, and, like, funny enough, like, I don't think I've ever bought the koozies that I have myself, uh, other no. than the Bronco ones that we use for the Bronco game. Um, otherwise, uh-huh. everybody has just given them to me for different things. I even have one from Sturgis that literally has boobs that stick out on it. 
Yes. That came from um, my friend that goes to Sturgis. Yes. <laughs> uh, I yes. Th- he listens to this podcast. So hi. <laughs> hi. Um, but yeah, isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, like, ridiculous. like, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I love that. Like I said, it's much like the meatball story. And you know I loved the meatball story. So it's the same thing. Yeah, you know, I was it's like, It's just figured, phenomenal. Oh, hi, Gunner. Hi. You can say hi. No. Okay, bye. He was, my boyfriend brought me more alcohol, like I asked, and I appreciate oh, him. so nice. You're handsome. You should look on your Instagram for uh, requests for cases. Oh, no. What did he say? I should look on my Instagram for requests for cases because I posted on Quirky Crime Sisters and said cases? Question mark. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm concerned as to what this is live in action happening right now, people. What is Uh-oh. going on? Cases. I don't actually know how to look that up or what people... Oh! Wow. Is he nice or was he mean? He said, the case of how I have no clean jeans. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) I know. Tell him to wash his jeans. I do the laundry. Oh, my God. Okay. So, as if the mood hasn't already been pretty light today, um, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into those quirky clippings this week. And uh, following suit with what I did on the Patreon, and again, you guys... Oh, no, I didn't do it. I did it last week's episode. Sorry. Um, Following suit with last week's episode, I've decided uh, to start doing the hashtags. So, this week, doing bar crimes, I decided to do hashtag I was so drunk. (laughs) yes so hashtag i was so drunk i watched a movie for 30 minutes before i realized it was in spanish not english (laughs) i feel like that might be something that you would do (laughs) oh my god that would be oh yeah i think me and Alyssa, my best friend one time literally watched a lesbian movie in french just (laughs) because why not why not? Um, okay. So this one is definitely, I see you doing this, Taylor. Um, okay. Hashtag, I was so drunk, I mistook a window for a mirror, then panicked, and called the police to report myself missing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I really liked that one. Oh my god, I thought you were gonna say like a vampire or something, but still. <laughs> Reported that's so myself good. missing. Oh, honey. 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 Why? Okay. Um, hashtag I was so drunk, I told the girl standing next to me in the club to tell her boobs to stop staring at my eyes. <laughs> It's a valid reason. I don't know why you think it's weird. I think it's normal. (laughs) Just throwing it out there. Oh, I love these. They just, you know. Oh, this is a good one, too. Hashtag, I was so drunk that I pulled a groin muscle. It wasn't mine. (laughs) 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 The look on your face. That's a great too long for you to get. Oh, my 
Okay, and then this is the last one. Um, These are so, the hashtags are life. Yeah, I thought, you know, I, I just want to mix it up a little bit. And like, we always like to do the quirky clippings. But I just, I, I thought it was funny to try to find something different that pertained to, you know, the cases. So, um, yes. hashtag, I was so drunk, I took plan B pill after an unprotected kiss on the cheek. <laughs> I'm pregnant. It went through my cheek and into my body. <laughs> the only way possible. So, yeah, those were our hashtags this week, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't get over that life. What is it right now? I think my favorite one was the the mirror and calling the cops to report yourself. That was my favorite as well. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, I could say, let's see. What can you say? Can you think of a hashtag for you, Tyler, when you were so drunk? Hmm. There's a lot of them. I mean, I think the first one that comes to mind was hashtag I was so drunk I fell asleep on the toilet seat with my face on the toilet seat of an expensive bar in Vegas. Oh, yes, you did. I was there for that. Yep, we were at the Oriental, and I got really drunk because the drinks were like there was nothing in them to make them not strong. And I remember going to the bathroom, and being like, "Hmm, I feel like throwing up," and then just putting my cheek on like <laughs> the toilet seat, and it was cold, and I fell asleep for like ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that because I had to like come into the bathroom and be like, "Are you okay?" Uh, and you were like, "I fell asleep." um so mine would probably be a hashtag i was so drunk that i stubbed my toe i decided to take my shoes off while walking around downtown denver stubbed my toe and was bleeding everywhere and then proceeded to throw up on my best friend on the light rail home yep Yes. And that was the same night you fell asleep in your rug in your bathroom, right? I did. I fell asleep. Uh, she left me in the bathroom and I passed out and I was naked because she had stripped me down to, to make me take a shower. Great. I mean, she wins the best friend award for sure. And then the next morning she comes in and I'm wrapped in the bath mat. Not even the fuzzy side, the rubber <laughs> side is touching my skin. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm snug as a bug in a rug. Was my response. Still drunk, had to call out of work. Yes. Had to call out of work. I was still drunk until 8 p.m. that day. And then oh. the hang- the hangover kicked in. And it, oh, God, it was fucking oh. awful. Miserable. That was probably one. That's probably like one of my worst hangovers ever was after that story. So. <laughs> anyway, I just thought, yeah, let's throw those in there, huh? I love that. I have another question for you. Oh, okay. What's distracting you in this quarantine? What is something you're obsessed with right now and is keeping you satiated? Oh, God. Um, Well, I have been doing like little projects around my new house. Yeah. So I've been able to do that. Um, And then, yeah, probably like playing cribbage with my husband. (laughs) 
I love that. That's awesome. We did actually watch, we had like a little Harry Potter-a-thon the other night. It was on TV. It was already wow. on TV. And, um, wow. Yeah. So we just, um, we had started, when we started it, it was number one, right? And then after that, um, we, I don't know, we, we didn't watch for a little while or something happened. And then when we re-came back, it was literally like the last three. So we just kind of binge watched Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What about you, Bean? Right now, um, I'm still going into work for 24 hours a week, which is a blessing. But I have really been into Ozark, like I talked about, which is like so good. Intense the whole time. I need Probably to watch the reason this. I have anxiety. Super good about a guy that is into money laundering in the drug cartel, but is like the white suburbia dad. Really cool. Ooh. Um, I have three things. Uh, not just another D and D podcast has kept me living. True, listen to it. Um, and we talk all the time about it because it's it's a, literally a D and D podcast. So I'm super lame. Don't worry about it. There you go. And so much fun. And then um, cooking. I've loved cooking lately. See, I've done a lot of cooking, I have to say. I know people give me a hard time because I don't typically like to cook. Um, yeah. But I have done, a, like, I made dinner for my husband last night and cookies. Oh, look at you. I know. The other day I made cupcakes, you know, like I've been, I've been doing stuff. The thing is, is I just don't. You know, call me what you want, but I just don't find the joy in it like some people do. <laughs> like, I am much more of a, because I, I think it's because I'm a Pisces. So I'm much more of a, like, go with the flow and just, you know, I, I'm more of like an artistic, like, creative person yeah. that way. So for me, like, being the Susie homemaker that cooks and cleans and has, like, more of a regimen, oh, my God, I can't. I, it, I, it, it doesn't speak to my soul and my husband's the complete opposite uh so i told him i was like there's no way i can ever be a stay-at-home mom i just can't do it see and i've really enjoyed my last few days like putting on a pair of headphones listening to a podcast and like i organized my whole kitchen the other night just because i was like oh my god i can actually do things so like i'm totally the opposite recently which our mother would be like the fuck happened (laughs) no and like i don't mind doing stuff excuse me around the house and you know but i just i'm not a oh i love to cook kind of person it's just not in my blood i love the finished product of it like just like i like i've been painting recently and hand lettering and just doing random like little things yeah just the finished product of something brings me a lot of joy i'm realizing i love it i love it we'll keep it up beanie thanks it up. i know i was we were saying today like as much as we were all like oh my god what are we gonna do during this quarantine you know hopefully right fingers crossed we don't have that much more of it um yeah and then i was like you know i'm gonna miss like oh well i don't have anything to do tomorrow so i can do whatever i want right now or like absolutely i can wake up at whatever time i want or you know i'll like i'll miss that when when we go back to work <laughs> I agree. I mean, there are things I'll miss, and I don't know. We'll see how we come out on the other side. But for now, I'm living in it. We got at least another week for now. Yep. Of investing in ourselves, how we choose to invest. I think that's the biggest thing is we're trying to take this. At, like, I'm trying to use this time personally to just decompress. You know, like we've got right. to try to find the good in it, no matter what. 
So I'm just excited that we have been able to decompress, take some time, mm-hmm. woo-saw a little bit, you know. To slow know. down. Just to slow down. And not just, at, you know, not just me or you, but as in, like, the whole world has. That's what I'm saying, out. everybody. Yeah, so anyway. That and, yeah. I, I Personally, I was able to get some creative juices out that I've been wanting to do for a while, which is actually making it so that I have way more motivation to do this podcast recently and yeah. our store and those types of things because I really was able to get out what I needed to get out. So I, I, I'm very thankful for this time, even though it's scary and is affecting a lot of people in a negative way. No, absolutely. And it's kind of crazy because we all go on about our day and it's just go, 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 go. And then it's like, oh my God, I have 20 things on top of what I'm already doing to try to fit in to do this. To to we went to like a screeching halt. And I think it's made a lot of people, hopefully, I know it's made me be aware that I need to try to find a healthy balance between the two. Um, Absolutely. So, and really cool fact i read this on facebook so who i mean obviously it's true um so, yes. <laughs> but uh i guess uh india you can actually see the himalayan mountains for the first time in like 40 years because of which is insane no pollute like all the less pollution and stuff um yep. and then in venice they actually have dolphins swimming through the canals again and like just i know so there is some cool things coming out of it you know but it's it's crazy there was a meme on there that was talking about like you know i hope we don't come out of this business as usual because business as usual wasn't working so how do we grow from it And and i love that i love the idea of that not that i'm a huge environmentalist or all these things but what can we do differently because this is such a weird restart for us for sure for sure. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. And then, I mean, who knows? Would we have actually gotten the Tiger King? I mean, most important. <laughs> Except that last episode that they just added. Oh, I haven't even watched it. Is it good? No? Yeah. You rolled your eyes. It's literally phone. It's phone interviews. It's not that cool. Like, or iPhone interviews of, like, FaceTime with the participants. So it's, like, interesting, but it's not, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, of course, um, Carol Baskin guess- is not happy the, of the way she was portrayed. That's because they told the truth about the fact that you killed your husband, bitch. Yes, they were actually talking about like. Uh, well, what they were saying is that there's a bunch of hidden or like footage they cut it cut out, and people were hoping that that's what they were going to do. But I did get a request from somebody, won't name who. However, he said we should do the case of um, her husband as a Patreon. Okay. Well, and maybe we'll do it as a Patreon because I know that, like, Crime Junkies just did something like that for Patreon. Um, And I assume everybody's going to be jumping on that bandwagon. Um, I'm not opposed to it whatsoever. Uh, But, yeah, let's, let's do it. Move forward. Yep. All right. All righty. That's all I had besides... Help us out on iTunes. Rate us. That always helps. Um, Three Blessed Gems is having a sale. COVID, 20% off is the code. C-O-V-I-D. And Um, thank you to everybody who has actually used that already and have been purchasing things online. We greatly appreciate all of you. 
Yeah, and then our our last, you know, plug on that is FNX. Yes. Their AM protein, I love. It's maple donut and caffeine. It's so yummy, but use FNX.com code C-O-R-K-Y Corky for 15% off your order on that as well. Oh my God, and I told you the other day, like I know we talked about it last time that you drank the greens <laughs> and it like cleaned you out, girl. It. I'm just saying, if you are if you are like me and you have been indulging in McDonald's throughout this whole quarantine and you need to just be cleaned out before the sun comes back out and you need to look all cute, you need this green drink because it is going to change your life and it just clears you right out. <laughs> it's called The Purge. They should name it The Purge. They really should. <laughs> but uh, no, so it's, but you know, the good thing is, is it's, it's helping you look good and then you're getting all your uh, greens as well. Like it has all the servings of greens you need. So it's exactly it's good stuff. They have a lot of cool stuff on there like CBD. Yep. Protein. Yep. Green drinks. Uh, vitamins like all those things that you've been wanting to try to make you feel better. Um, and the packaging is really cute because that matters too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well on that note guys um, we will see you next week. We haven't actually decided what we're doing but uh, so, I mean if you have any suggestions besides you need yes. clean jeans. Uh, no. <laughs> it's your life. I I'm know. just gonna rub him in sardine oil. It's fine, <laughs> right? You're gonna spray perfume on it. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note. Oh, it was fun chatting with you all. All right? Yes, it was. Yamas. Yamas.